Oh, people got no I don't like reason. That song. It's terrible. Oh, people got so no rude. reason. Old people got no mean. reason to live. I like that. <laughs> On into that. Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. It's actual Double Dungeon yeah. for Tuesday, March 31st, 2020. Don't forget you gotta pay rent tomorrow, all you jobless, homeless oh, hobos. That's all of us. <laughs> that's every... Well, you have a job. Yeah, but I still wish I had my other job as well. I don't have a job. I don't have a job at all. <laughs> but yeah, this is a real show. It is. It's absolutely a real show. And Naughty? Yeah. Like all real Double Dungeon shows, we're going to start it off with some hot takes. Oh. Hot take. Okay. I realized today, I don't actually miss hanging out with people. I just miss hanging out at places that are not our house. Yeah. I could, if I could just go to some place, like maybe I should just write some of the owners of the local <laughs> spots that I like going to and say, look, you don't have to be open. I just want to hang out there with nobody else there. <laughs> Change the scenery. Here's 60 bucks. Let me oh, in. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just, I need to go somewhere other than my house. Is that a two-day pass or a monthly? Or? I don't know. I'm just, I, I realized I don't, I don't need the people to be there. I just yeah. need to, I need to be there. That's what I need to change. <laughs> I need to be somewhere else. But yeah, that's it. Hot take. The Empire State Building last night was terrifying. It was, for anybody that didn't see it, the Empire State Building, they put new lights on there maybe in the past, like, six years, something like that. Yeah. They put new LED bulbs on, and the new LED bulbs, they can make it, and they've done it before where it, like, circles the building. It, like, goes around in a strobe or a... They they did purple and blue, I specifically remember, for one thing. I don't know if that was... That wasn't Kobe, because I don't remember looking at the building that night, but... They can make it so it changes color and kind of swirls around the building. But last night, they altered the LEDs. So it was a blinding red and then a blinding white, like a siren going around oh, the building that's really fast. the ship showed up, right? Oh, is that what it that's was? That's why the colors were that. Oh, the that ship makes arrived. Sense. I, I just thought it was like emergency, emergency. It was like a, that's, it looked like a cop light yeah, on the top of the car. Yeah, it's what was it, the USS Comfort? Comfort. Yeah, we get the Comfort. The other just one got- Just um, gone into Manhattan. Serenity? I don't remember what it's oh, called. I didn't know there was another one. There's there's two of them. They're twins. Oh, yeah. I'm pre- yeah, that must be what the color situation was. But not why I had to be scared. Um it's very it's a very large ship and it uh actually is gonna increase beds, I think, by a thousand, and it's for people who are not sick with coronavirus. Yeah. So that's good, I guess. It sounds like there's a lot of need for stuff here. People for are everything. Out, people are out in the middle of nowhere and there's a new thing now that's called like hashtag film your hospital or something. It's for the people who think that this whole thing is fake. Oh. And so there are people, they go to their local hospital and they're like, look, it's there's nothing going on here. But there are hospitals that are not like emergency hospitals or even hospitals that would treat this type of illness. Yeah. It's hospitals for people who are getting elective surgery or something along those lines. So That's terrible. People are People are pretty silly, but yeah. Anyway. It's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. But here in New York, it does tend to seem to be an actual legitimate problem based on huge problem from what yeah I'm, I'm hearing like 
awful. Not even just from the radio or TV. Not that I watch the TV, but mostly the radio 24-7. Anyway, hot take. Hot take, Adi. Okay. You're not going to like this. All right. It's going to be a very controversial take. Okay. Puerto Rican cuisine needs more vegetables. Okay. I just think that... I don't have a problem with that, actually. They There needs to be a few more vegetables in their general <laughs> cuisine. Every time I'm, like, looking at the recipe book, your recipe book, <laughs> like, there's no... There's no, It's like rice. But it teaches all, you how to make really good tasting it's rice all and deliciousness. beans and, and meat. Yeah, all of it. Delicious. And then you're counting, like, yuca as a vegetable... Which is a starchy I was, potato. I was thinking that. I was like, oh, we eat roots. I mean, yeah, technically a potato is a vegetable. I'm not counting it as a vegetable for towards our diet. Well, maybe you should be. Maybe. I don't think it counts as one, but that's just me. Um, Adi? <laughs> yeah. It feels good to say this because it's been so long, but I think it's time to get on with the show. This is our um, new addition to the regular show. What do you mean? Adi, we're all going to die. So in response to New York being the epicenter of the virus at the moment in the country, actually in the world, um, Apparently, our curve is at the angle right now that is the steepest out of everyone. Um, Our neighboring states have responded by putting in place quarantines. Well, it's not even quarantines. I heard that people in some states are being uh, pulled over if you have a New York license plate because New Yorkers are trying to get out of here because you can't do anything. You can't go anywhere. Um, Actually, you can't. We were talking about this tonight with your friends. You can go places. They just discourage it. It's like shaking a finger. And... As we will get to later, your friends are not afraid of a little finger shaking. Um, anyway, uh, in Rhode Island, which is not even that close to New York, I don't know why. Are there a lot of New Yorkers? Like, how do you even? I'm I'm not sure. We couldn't maybe, even. Maybe you're talking about with people with more money. We were playing yeah. trivia yesterday, and we couldn't even picture where Rhode Island exactly was. So I'm not. <laughs> um, anyway, Rhode Island, uh, the National Guard was going door to door doing checks to see if there were any New Yorkers. Well, based on the license plates. Yeah, based on license plates, exactly. Um, to discourage people from running up there and vacationing, I guess. Uh, we, I guess we, so, I, and then make sure people were actually going to uh, self-quarantine and not yeah. not go out and infect all the Rhode Islanders. Yeah, all the clam, what do they call themselves, clam? What? They, they have a name. For Rhode themselves? Clam, yeah, I can't remember what it is. Anyway. I don't know. Um. Clam people. They're clam people. Call us if you know. Call us if you know. We have yeah. a phone number that you can call us at, which is... Anyway, uh, we're getting to the point that, yes, the uh, people are going door-to-door trying to track down New Yorkers because it's like that movie where Ice-T is being hunted. The most dangerous game? I can't remember. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen that. It's, he's being hunted by Ice rich people tea. for money. Yeah. It's, it used to be on TNT all the time back okay. in the late 90s. Um, that's, that's where we're Was at. Was it a great the, movie? Uh, 
I mean, it depends on what you mean by great, <laughs> but it, it, it had its moments for sure. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's get off the internet. If there's one thing this whole virus has taught me about Reddit, it's that so Reddit received a financial infusion of cash at some point from the Chinese government and they downplayed it the entire time saying it wasn't a big deal and that it wasn't going to change any of their moderating policies. Right, right. And if there's one thing that this has taught me, it's that that, that was a complete lie. Sounds like a joke to me. Yeah, and they are doing nothing but promoting Chinese ideas in America. Reddit, the website. Um, there was a picture of a graffiti tag that or not tag but painting that was uh xi jinping's face as the virus he had like the little virus blobs coming off of his face as he completely somehow knock everything over give me a second sorry (laughs) that was a disaster i'm sorry you're not sorry i am okay um Anyway, so there was a very popular image post that was Xi Jinping's face as the virus. And then there was another one that was of him as Winnie the Pooh, taking a poo. Um, Lovely. And those were both, with a ton of upvotes, as they call them on Reddit, they were all removed for violating some policies that didn't make any sense with in relation to. Meanwhile, an American graffiti artist did a uh, copy of the... Xi Jinping painting as a virus of Donald Trump and he kind of looks like Shrek and that was allowed to go up to the top of the front page for a day it was literally just a copy of the exact same image graffitied and that didn't violate any policies Reddit is actively um, using its moderating powers to remove anti-China content and as you know I like looking at Reddit because it is a good way of keeping tabs on what is acceptable to the social media overlords um, and what promote what agendas they're promoting at any given time. Yeah, that makes sense. You can you can see um, the way that Reddit works is that you'll see a different story every day about whatever it is they are trying to promote at any given time, and by keeping track of that, you can eventually kind of figure out what the narrative they're trying to sculpt is. So it's 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 an interesting. Um, data point yeah keeping track of reddit every day it's not a very good website but yeah that's it howdy what's up our phones are killing us it's coming apple is building it um they are building an app that people can go into, I believe it might already be out. This this was two days ago. They were working on it. An app that you can go into and describe the symptoms you are having, and it will tell you whether you need to go to the ER or not for coronavirus, or but, if you can skip it. Why can't you just look that up? Why do you need an app for it? Exactly. And what do they do with an app? They throw in all of the location data. They throw in all of the geo geo whatever uh, services. Yeah. They look at your contacts. Um, some other countries have developed apps that uh, they are requiring citizens to uh, download, which 
keep track of your location data, and then that location data is used to determine if you are too close to people who are infected, if you might be infected, if you are going to places that and congregating that are, um, you know, illegal, basically. Weird. Um, there are uh, helicopters that are being used to go over cities to um, read location data on cell phones, to ping all the cell phones in an area to see if the density is too high. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. That's true. That's what I've heard, uh, not in the U.S., but in Europe, mm. that they're using. That's wild. Yeah. Um, this virus is uh, going to be used to definitely start getting that in- implanted in people's uh, heads that they should be being tracked by their location data at all times on your cell phone. Um, and it's definitely coming. Is Europe more, like, are, aren't they more concerned about privacy issues? Like, when is it they that have some, they... They have some things that they are much more concerned about, like in privacy, you are allowed to request that websites, for, they have what's called the right to be forgotten right. bills. Um, but in other ways, they are requiring things that we would never imagine That's as so far as keeping track of stuff. That they... Yeah, want to have it both ways. Yeah, I mean that's how they are, and a, a tragedy is a great time to implement this kind of policy. So, mm. I'm taking a sip of coffee. And it was good. <laughs> oh, that coffee was good. But you know what's bad? What? Social media. Several social media websites, but particularly Facebook and YouTube, have come out in the past few weeks saying that users can expect moderation to the quality to decline because they have too many people that are working from home because of the virus. Um, And so they've been leaning heavier on uh, automated algorithms to uh, moderate the websites. And so people are having a lot of issues with content getting flagged that has no... Uh, violations whatsoever um, and it's definitely oh. degrading people's experience uh, especially on YouTube from what I've seen people are very upset that their videos are getting flagged when it's just an automated algorithm yeah and the way that these websites particularly YouTube are set up there's almost no transparency and there's almost it's very difficult to go back on these automated algorithms flagging your videos um it's not like you can pick up the phone and call YouTube and speak to somebody and plead your case. Uh, it's kind of, you kind of just have to get your people to bother them enough that they go back on their bad decisions. Right. Right. So. Think anything will change. You think anyone's going to actually, anyone who's bothered by it or, or well, their well, videos are what affected I don't get is, say anything. You would think that YouTube, this is a, an ideal time for YouTube to step in and be heroes. You would think Absolutely. that they would, Say okay. Do you have a, a you know a data connection? Uh, we're going to provide you a Chromebook with all of the software that you need on it, and your just your job is we're going to pay you fifteen dollars an hour, and your job is to just watch these videos all day and moderate, teach people quickly, give people work on something that they very much could yeah. be doing from home. Um, why they're not doing that, I'm not sure. I think I have a feeling that more than anything, they're using this as an opportunity to test the automated algorithms so that they can fire everybody as soon as possible. Right. And just run with the automated algorithms. Thanks. So, less jobs. It's weird. This 
this whole thing is just proving how few people actually need to be working. Yeah. Um, I mean, the economy is crashing, but I s- still say that the economy crashing is more to do with the fact that it was in a giant bubble more than the fact that people have to stay home from work. Right, right. Um, I think now is a time that everybody's laying off all of their bad business that they've been doing for the past five, almost 10 years. Um, constant growth, whether or not they needed to be growing. Now's a good time to dump off all your losses. So, and that's, that's a great thing. I don't know. I don't know why we're talking about the stock market in this segment, well, but <laughs> that's a great thing about following the stock market on a day to day is you'll listen to the stock market report and they'll say, Oh, the, the markets are up on this news or the markets are down on this news. Yeah. And I noticed at some points this week, it was the same news for when it was up and for when it was down. It's, it, oh, the stock market is up because of the stimulus bill. And then the next day, oh, the stock market is down because of the stimulus bill. Didn't oh, wow. provide enough. Really? Yeah. Um, there were three days in a row where the stock market was up drastically. Big gains, big gains, big gains. And then today, the stock market was down and they were they were trying to blame the same thing they'd been saying it was up for. So it's it's just a guess. It's and it's a, a kind of a just guessing guesswork. It's bad. Huh. They don't know. They don't know. The stock market does what it wants to do. Stock market just all it exists for is to make money. It doesn't have any conscience. So uh, yeah, um, Adi. Yes. How are you? <laughs> okay. Do you enjoy? Are you living in a surveillance state? There was a good article I was reading that was on BuzzFeed News of all places. Um, that was, I forgot to write down the title of the article, but if you look up uh, Glenn Greenwald surveillance BuzzFeed, you'll okay. be able to find it. I'm sure that's enough keywords. Yeah. Um, it was an article that had a large part Glenn Greenwald, who is a privacy. He has always been a privacy advocate um, for 15 years plus now. Um, and he was describing how he's having a difficult time right now because while he is all, he does always advocate towards private lean towards privacy. He understands the logic at the moment behind enhanced surveillance. The problem is that too many times in past history people use this kind of emergency to get the powers of surveillance or or more authoritarian powers but then they never cede them after the 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 crisis passes yeah that was initially the the purpose of the the caesar in ancient rome was that he took control under um what was it some kind of wartime power and then never ceded those controls back to the people which is how the caesars came to be if I'm correct. If I'm not correct, um, please give us a call. Our phone number is... If you were a Caesar and you ceded your powers back to the Roman people, please call us. Let us <laughs> or know. Or email us. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this article is interesting. He t- he, he points out his hesitations. Um, he also uh, There's also Ron Paul, uh, Gary... Uh, what was his name? The Libertarian Candidate. Gary, uh, he was in the. I don't remember anymore. 2012, Gary. Yeah. Libertarian candidate. I forgot his name. He was kind of. What a was his case. name? I forgot. Um, but they're all just giving their takes on how it is actually important to 
allow for some um, seeding of our rights at this moment just because of uh, the situation we're in, if it's going to protect life. But the problem is that we can never count on us getting these powers back, getting the privacy back. Um, one good point they made is that China definitely overstepped any and all uh, rights in the under the guise of protecting against the virus. I don't know if you know about this, but they, for example, were welding people into their house, into their houses. What? China. How's that supposed to work? They literally went up to people's doors and welded a big piece of sheet metal over the door. Are they like giving them sustenance? Yes, and, they oh. were providing food to people. But they think but that's they literally okay. you could not leave your house because there was a big piece of metal over your door. Oh. So. Really. Yeah. Um. So we have. It's slightly better than that here at the moment, but. Yeah, it's a lot better <laughs> than that. Um. Yeah. Adi. Yeah. We're living in hard times. There's trouble at Amazon. Number one, Amazon is not able to f- keep up with their two-day delivery at yeah. all. A lot of people are getting that April 30th is when they can expect their packages. I don't know I mean, if you know about this. I've seen that coming. That's what happens when you operate just-in-time supply chain where you don't have anything on on hand. Nothing yeah. is in stock. And you require people to be there to actuate your deliveries. Uh, as soon as the human element is affected at all, your whole supply chain is going to go to crap. There's no way to pe- for people to come in and fix it. Um, anyway, so Amazon has been having issues. They are uh, shorthanded. And on top of that, they're leaning harder than ever on the workers they do have yeah. while not providing them any protective equipment. They don't get gloves. They don't get masks. They were told by their superiors that they have to provide them for themselves. It's Amazon. Yeah. Don't they sell gloves and masks? Like, you would think they would have... Anyway. Um, or enough money to find a way. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I if don't somebody, get it. If somebody does get sick, they are given two weeks automatic vacation Uh some people were given unpaid vacation. Some people were given paid vacation, but the policy is two weeks automatic. Okay. Um, and then you got to get right back to work. Uh, there was a walkout at the Staten Island Amazon facility. They said that uh, the conditions there were, they were being lied to is that was one of the main things that they were upset about. The uh, Amazon was telling the workers that there was one person who had been affected with the virus. It turns out that there uh, were closer to 10 People who were sick oh, wow. with the virus at the facility. Yeah. These are the people that are touching your packages all day long. It's like, it's just like that, that guy we were talking about, the delivery guy who yeah. was coughing all over the place. Um, the leader of the Amazon walkout, that the Amazon walkout was what, yesterday or the day before? Do you know? Yesterday, maybe? I think it was yesterday. Uh, he was fired today, the leader of the Amazon I walkout. I saw that, yeah. He was fired um Amazon said that he was not following social distancing guidelines <laughs> and that they had seen him talking to someone who later came down with the virus and he was told that he was taking the mandatory two weeks off of work. Um, and so they fired him. And the gov- or the uh, the mayor and uh, the mayor's office are actually very upset about it. They're looking into it. Hopefully they hold them accountable. But pretty bad situation especially because 
like I said, these people are not being paid in any way like they're essential workers, but they're right. being told they are essential workers. Same with the grocery store people. This is now is the perfect time for them to ask for a raise. Yeah. And I hope they're getting one, but I doubt it. Yeah. Howdy. Yeah. I wish I could pay for things with cash. After all that progress we've been making. I know. Pushing back against the cashless movement. Yeah. The virus just came and wiped all the progress <laughs> out. It's and now real. nobody takes care of people. There are so many people that don't take cash now. Yeah. Um, it's kind of ridiculous. I went the other day to Threes to buy some beer, um, which they are open and there's four packs of very good IPA is $17, which sounds like a lot, but it's normally, if you go to a different place, it's usually like 22 so you're basically paying $5 less, which is fantastic. Um, so I went over there and the guy, I said, oh, are you only taking cards? And he was like, oh, yes, I, yeah, I'm sorry. As long as he, he, that's okay with you. And I was yeah. like, that's fine. Because I had already been there once uh, this quarantine. And I knew that. And so I handed him the card and he immediately took it and started spraying the card down. What? He was spraying the card down with like. Uh, I don't know Windex or something, and wiping it off did before he, he put he it in the scanner. Did he ask you if he could? No. If he had sprayed, I was car. fine with it, but it was it was just <laughs> yeah. it was startling that that was oh wow where we're going. I mean, I guess yeah, I I just then, wasn't expecting it, but that another, makes sense. Another major issue that I've been having is that um, these people who are going cashless only, especially like when we went to go get that uh, frozen, what did we get you painkiller? Mm-hmm. That painkiller, for example. They, they have no way under the, the no-touch thing to tip them. And they don't have a cash jar because that doesn't make any sense with what's yeah. going on. So you just have to tell them, hey, I, like I told the guy at threes, I was like, hey, I appreciate you being here. Can I give you a tip? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, but I, I have to enter it over here. How much would you like to tip? And it's really awkward. That's, it's awkward, yeah. This also reminds me of... It's all strange. Um, apparently the delivery drivers who are... they have a new option on Instacart and on um, what's the other thing like seamless or whatever. They have a new option that they instituted, which is the, the no touching. What is it called? No. Uh, I forgot what it, what I the forgot the exact is. Yeah. Phrase, but yeah. I know what you're talking about where you don't actually, you, they Contactless. just leave it on. Your, yeah. They leave it on your porch. They don't actually touch anything. Yeah. They've found that something like porch. 80, something like 80% of people who are doing the contactless ordering yeah. are not tipping at all because really? They justify it mentally as, well, I don't see the person, so why would I tip oh, them? Oh, that's not nice. So, yeah, people are very upset about that. Um, that's not cool. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. You're still delivering yeah. your food and, and groceries. those delivery guys, one of the guys was complaining. He says, without tips, I make three ninety five an hour. Yeah, that's... So, oh. pretty, pretty terrible. Again, these people who are essential workers, ostensibly, who are making three ninety five an hour. Yeah. How does wow. that make any sense? It does. Meanwhile, I'm sure Instacart and all them are making tons of cash more than usual. They should be definitely paying these people hazard pay at minimum. Yeah. And making sure that they have vacation days for if they do get sick so that they don't come and spread their illness around like Typhoid Mary. That that was the whole reason she was spreading her virus around is that she couldn't afford not to work. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. yeah. She was getting everybody sick. Yeah. Anyway. Adi. Yeah. What's up? I'm very excited because I've been reading the news. Uh, 
I'm I'm I just thought of something that I have to type down real quick here. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I'm very excited for this news story. Um, so <clears throat> during this whole pandemic, Mayor Cuomo, no, sorry, Governor Cuomo has been doing press conferences daily and people love it. They love that he is taking charge and he sounds very composed composed and what they see think as presidential. I've heard a lot of yeah. people, even inside of the DNC, saying this is the kind of guy we should be looking for. Maybe we can, is there a way we can swap him out for Biden? Decisive, Biden's not doing great. Confident. He's very confident and he's very well spoken and he just sounds like a boss. He sounds like yeah. the leader. Um, so breaking news. <laughs> Apparently Andrew Cuomo has nipple piercings. And you don't know that, though. You could look at the picture. There's a picture. Look it up. Andrew Cuomo nipple piercings. <laughs> and they're like the, the kind... They're, they're, they're exactly like the guy whose nipples we saw when we went to go take up the, the patio that one time and we were unscrewing it and Papa needed a drill and the guy came over and he had goat nipples. That's exactly the kind of piercing that Andrew Cuomo has. So maybe Andrew Cuomo's got goat nipples. I wish everyone could see my face right now. <sighs> I wish they could, too, because it's so oh. cute. Oh, my but gosh. Andrew Cuomo has nipple Don't be piercings. A pie. He definitely does. Oh, oh, my God. And it's disturbing. And everybody should look at the picture. <laughs> I played the wrong the wrong thing that was Aww. that's that's the politics i always jingle. like hearing that though that's the politics jingle i'm saying so this is actually supposed to be i read the news Can't. here oh so uh this is the news segment i'm, I'm reminding you what the news segment okay. normally sounds like all right so i read the news this just happened like an hour and a half ago Wait, we have multiple news stories no the last one was supposed to be a politics story I messed it up. Oh, I botched it. Because that was a news article. I'm out of practice. Okay. We've been too, <laughs> doing too many daily doubles, not the regular show. I'm sorry I got confused. So <laughs> this is a news story. It's breaking news. It just happened okay. like an hour All right. ago. What is it? Massive earthquake at Yellowstone. What? There was a 6.5 earthquake just outside of Yellowstone. Wait, that just happened? Just happened like an hour ago. Really? Yes. They say that they're saying this is nothing outside of the normal. It's going to blow up. Yellowstone's going to blow up. What do you mean? The whole caldera. Do you know about the Yellowstone caldera? There's a giant volcano underneath Yellowstone. Massive. Massive volcano. Why there's earthquakes. It's coming. Think how bad this year has been. We had the massive wars. We got the crazy virus. We're living in our home. Yeah. It's going to blow up this year. Yellowstone caldera. It's coming. Yes. Massive explosion. It's going to throw up a huge. But why don't. I mean, it's not just an earthquake and whatever. No. It's coming. Yellowstone Caldera. I hope I'm at the cabin when it happens. Why? Right outside of Yellowstone. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> the whole, all of Wyoming is just going to get blown up into the air and no, then turned over and that. pancake back no, down. No, that sounds terrible. <laughs> you know about the Yellowstone Caldera. We've talked about it, I think, on the show. Uh, it's a There's a massive volcano underneath Yellowstone. That's why there's geysers there, is that there's a lot of uh, volcanic activity underneath the surface. Yeah. And it's basically the top picture... A big volcano, which is like a big peak, right? But picture it without the top. So it's just, you have a giant base. And that's what Yellowstone is, is a giant base of a volcano that's like hundreds of miles across. And there's volcanic activity that's just been building up. And they're just waiting for it to explode. And it's coming. It's coming soon. 
Yellowstone. Oh, Look it? forward to it. Oh. Let's all go there before it I explodes. I have to process my feelings about this. It's coming. Howdy. <laughs> Still processing. Okay. <laughs> yes. Did you process it yet? I'll process later, I guess. Okay. It's a conspiracy. I'm here to talk about one of my favorite conspiracies all right. of all time. What is it? That's generally accepted as true. Is it? So Coca-Cola, number one, as we all know, initially started as a cocaine delivery device. Sodas in general started as an, a method of delivering medicine. Because they would give the they would get the powder of whatever medicine you were taking, and they would add syrups for flavoring because it tasted terrible, syrups for flavoring, and then they would add seltzer in the pharmacy, which is why ice cream counters had soda jerks. Oh. And that's how the whole ice cream counter in a pharmacy came to be. I never knew why that was the case. I, I accepted it and thought I would never understand. So that's the origin of a lot of sodas is that they were medicine. Coca-Cola was cocaine syrup and caramelized sugar, and they would make a, a tonic, and you would drink it. Um, 7-Up, for example, I believe is lithium. Was a lithium um, medicine? Lithium being okay. the metal, um, which I believe people, some people with heart problems might need lithium. Uh, anyway, so all of these, a lot of uh, these sodas originated as a medicine delivery device, right? So Coca-Cola was sugar, caramelized sugar, which is why it's dark brown, because uh, they would brown it, and then uh, the flavorings, and then uh, soda water. And sometime in the 80s, New Coke came out. New Coke was initially pitched as being Coca-Cola, but with an updated flavor profile for the 80s. We're going to make it taste even better. New Coke. Fantastic, right? New Coke came out. Everybody hated it. Hated it and rejected it and wanted old Coke back. There's a huge public outcry. People get very emotionally invested in old Coke coming back. And then old Coke came back and they got rid of new Coke. Yeah. But they made an important change that a lot of people don't know about. They switched from sugar to using high fructose corn syrup when they brought old Coke back. Right. So the theory is the entire thing was staged. The, the whole transition from old Coke to new Coke to old Coke again was staged. The same way, remember we were talking about uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Yeah. How I think it was intentionally made really unattractive and ugly so that people would get emotionally invested and then they could give them the catharsis of seeing the Sonic the Hedgehog that they know and love brought to the screen uh, yeah. as he was. And it actually did really well. That movie... It did, yeah. That, it's the highest grossing video game movie of all time. Is Sonic it? the Hedgehog, yes. Oh, I think maybe you told me this. I um, It grossed more than wow. Detective Pikachu, which was the previous high. Um, ah. And they're making a sequel uh, to Sonic. Um, Are they making another Detective Pikachu? I don't know. You'll have okay. to ask I'll Ryan to Reynolds. I'll have to find out. Um, so 
here's what happened with the, the new Coke. Coca-Cola wanted to switch off of sugar to high fructose corn syrup because the U.S. government subsidizes corn because the corn lobby used the subsidies that they received for decades to lobby the U.S. government for more subsidies. So <laughs> Great. Yeah, so we have a surplus of corn, which is why we have ethanol that is made of corn um, added into gasoline, for example, which is why corn products are used in pretty much every snack food has corn in it. Uh, it's used in dog food. It's used it, anywhere they can fit corn. They do because Beatles. we have these. Yeah, we, that's exactly right. So we have these massive corn subsidies. So Coke realized that it was cheaper to use high fructose corn syrup, but it has a different viscosity and a different, very mildly different flavor. So what they did is rather than just immediately switch over and have people notice that it tasted different and yeah. not as good. They introduced new Coke as a something similar to Coke that kind of reminds you of it, but it gave them time to have you mentally break with what old Coke t- tasted like. And then they bring back old Coke, but it's actually old Coke, but reformulated with high fructose corn syrup. Conspiracy. Yeah, that's a good one. So that's that was the whole point of new Coke was to um, just act. As, it was designed to fail. It was designed to be hated. Mm. Um Coke has said that they are not smart enough to pull off a stunt such <laughs> as this. They, really? <laughs> they have in interviews, representatives have said that. I do not believe that for one second. Uh, this is a company that has made billions of dollars selling sugar water over the years. There's some <laughs> genius going on there. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think we should, uh, let's move on to the second block here. Adi? All right. Yeah. I got my eye on somebody. You know what? I remember we've what? we've done this one before, but I'm gonna do it again anyway. Why? There's these this okay. There's these this new product that I remember we talked about it maybe two shows ago. Now that I'm talking about it, but we're gonna oh, keep talking about recent, it. That's recent then. Yeah, whatever. These, what is it? These CBD nuggets at the bodega. We were talking about it again today, so it reminded me. At the bodega, they're advertising. It looks like a piece of weed, but it's not. It's I don't know what it's made of. What? The, the these CBD flowers there's ads up for them it's a nugget that looks like a marijuana nugget uh-huh. i don't know i don't know what part yeah. of the plant it is it looks like that but it's cbd nugget and i have no idea what it's made of i have no idea what's in it and based on the fact that the bodega used to sell k2 which is now illegal yeah because it was just basically sawdust glued together and then sprayed oh, with a man. chemical and people were smoking it and dying yeah I'm terrified of these CBD nuggets, so I'm definitely keeping my eye on what happens here. Um, we predicted we that bad things were going to happen, and I'm still keeping my eye out. We're, yeah. we're keeping an eye on this CBD nugget Status. business. Eye. It's, it's the same. There's those people that sell <laughs> the, the suckers. There's that truck, the weed lollipop truck. Oh, yeah. I used to that see travels that around. on a West 38th What's the street, deal with those people? Like, every day. I don't What's know. What's the deal? Is, is it weed? It, what, how are they... Getting away with this. I have what no is, idea. They're like, hey, you want to get high? And I'm like, this this isn't... How are you doing this? What's the legality of this? They've been around for like 15 years. It's so been a while. It's got to be legal. It's just, I don't know what's going on there. Something yeah. weird. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Let's see if anybody wrote us an email. Always. 
The answer is no. Nobody wrote us any emails. Oh. You can email us. DoubleDungeon at Hotmail.com. Email us. DoubleDungeon at Hotmail.com. But people can also call us. And we did get some calls. If somebody wants to leave us a voicemail, please keep in mind, speak loudly into your phone directly, and you have a three-minute limit. Yeah. And the more you go, um, and ah, uh, it takes away from your three minutes. Yeah. Unfortunately. But if, they want, if you want to give us a call, the phone number is... Uh, first up, we have a call about hard times coming okay. from Miguel. Hard times in Denver, Colorado. Hey guys, this is Miguel. Uh, I'm calling with terrible news for you. I read online today that uh, Casa Bonita employees tried to cash their paychecks and that they have all bounced. But management and ownership are not even answering their phones. So I think Casa Bonita might be doomed. That's it. Bye. So Casa Bonita is not paying their employees, apparently. That's not good. Casa Bonita being a Denver staple, which it's part of a chain, but Denver is location is very well known featured in south park big pink mexican tex-mex kind of restaurant where the food is terrible don't don't just call it mexican that's not not accurate with a big fountain and uh they have the gorilla running around and black bart's cave and uh gaby and ellie used to work there as dancers and they have mariachi (laughs) sometimes and it's it's fun uh i don't think you like it that much but uh i understand why most people do it's it's a fun place to go, but it, that's very sad news if they are, in fact, going under. I have a feeling it's probably just some bad business practices going down, yeah, and they'll be yeah. back on their feet soon enough. You that's know. my guess, too. Um, we got another call. About Thanks for calling. An actual Mexican restaurant from first-time caller. I don't know about how long a time listener, but first-time caller. Okay. Shanoa. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Uh, my name is Shanoa. I'm a big fan of the show. Um, I live in Denver, Colorado, and I am at um, one of um, your favorite food places. I'm at El Taco de Mexico, and um, I'm standing outside, and they're doing to-go food. So we got a burrito to go. Some nice light news from the, what's the Colorado state called? Like the, the, the Centennial State. Okay, bye. <laughs> I like that you could hear Miguel in the background. Um, but them talking about Taco de Mexico. That's great news. Um, just reminded me of something. Okay. I got the brains, you got the looks. Let's make lots of money. You got the brains. Taco de Mexico, please sponsor this podcast. Oh my gosh, please. We will, I cannot say enough how much I love your food and we don't need any, we don't need any compensation at all. I'm just asking one simple thing. Give us the recipe to the salsa. Give me the recipe. I thought you were going to ask for that calendar thing. Oh, actually we do need another calendar. (laughs) If you have a calendar, um, please uh, send it to us. God, I forgot about that. We did have the calendar for a long time. Um, Taco de Mexico. I love you. Uh, Taco de Mexico is located at 714 Santa Fe Drive in Denver, Colorado. They just received a James Beard Award, which is big. That's a big deal. Wait, what? 
Yeah, they just won a James Beard you, Award. Are you joking? No, I am not joking. They won an award. <laughs> their food is good. No, and it's no really... I, I love them. Yeah. Their food's amazing. Yeah. I'm just, I just didn't know that they would be so they, acknowledged. They just won their award, anyone. I think, last fall. Wow. And Miguel has said that the lines were like insane. So don't even try going. Oh, wow. Which is why I was surprised to hear that they were there, number one. But uh, they definitely deserve it. Um, the food has changed slightly since I was a kid. This is Taco de Meiko is the place that I told the story about where I've been going there since I was small enough that I probably wasn't even talking. I don't know. I maybe was barely talking. But Papa used to go there all the time when it was just one little old lady in basically a trailer cooking. And uh, when I was a little kid, I got horchata. And I drank the whole horchata. And the lady got my glass and she took it over and she refilled it, which is not something they do. Yeah. And my dad was like, he gets a refill? How come I never get a refill? And the little <laughs> old Mexican lady told him, she said, you, I've already got you. Him, I got to get him so that he's my customer. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and she did. She definitely, I mean, we've been going there my entire life. And we, it's The prices just keep going up, but whatever, we keep going. Yeah. It's delicious. It's delicious. And it's a bunch of very angry Mexican women in the kitchen, and they do a good job. They know how to cook. Yes. So, so good. Taco de Meco, we want to be your number one please. radio show. Please sponsor us. Please, please, please. Um, Adi, I heard a great story from a okay. friend of ours. All right. want to do bad things it's one of those kind of stories so okay our amazing friend go unnamed we'll call him why do we have to call him anything <laughs> we don't need to call him anything. i'm trying to think of something that rhymes with his name no, but everything i think no, of is just his name too obvious so uh Let's a good move friend on of ours a good friend of ours uh was talking about his uh pandemic prepping that he's been doing and he showed us an entire drawer full of cheeses that he's been pilfering from uh, Whole Foods. Uh, and he's got the tips. He says, number one, uh, Whole Foods is owned by Amazon, which is Jeff Bezos. And they're a bad, bad company, bad store. But number two, he says, now is the perfect time if you're trying to pilfer cheese because everybody is socially distancing. So... Everybody's staying six feet away away from you <laughs> and can't see all the cheese that you're sneaking out of the store. And so, they and they want you to bring your own bags. So. Oh yeah, and they want you to bring your own bag, which is even more space to hide cheese, I guess. So yeah, I I laughed because he had so much cheese. It's way it too was much, funny. Yeah, it's way too much for one person to be eating. <laughs> and I know this because Who's we've had say? we've had that much cheese before, oh, we and we have, could never oh my God, we right. could never keep up on it. It's too much cheese. <laughs> we had to I had to give away like two thirds of the cheese that we had, and I still mm. ate too much cheese. Yeah, we had like get-togethers with this sole secret intention of just giving away cheese. Um. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I highly advise taking advantage of the situation, the social distancing, and uh, pilfer some cheese. Oh no, no. <laughs> Why not? I think no, it's funny. Can endorse that. Howdy. Yeah. I have latent psychic abilities. What happened? So we've been playing trivia for International Bar in Philadelphia, which is at International Bar? 
What what's their Instagram what? handle? Um yeah, but it's like at, I it's I N T L at I N T L bar. Uh so it's International Bar in Philadelphia, which we went to last fall when we were there. Which we yellow talked about door. That trip. Um, their staff was extremely friendly and very nice, and we had a great time there. Yeah, they're great. Um, Max was his name, right? Yep. Max in particular was fantastic. Great bartender. Um, so they're doing trivia online. They call it Quizzo, but they're doing trivia, which is yeah, it's acceptable. It's acceptable trivia. <laughs> they're only doing three rounds, um, and they advise that people do not cheat, and they call cheaters quarantini weenies. Yeah, don't be one. Don't be a quarantini weenie. However, I still think people are being quarantine weenies. Don't stress it. But so we were getting ready for the the trivia. And he said that round one was, I don't remember the topic. General. General. That's why I don't remember. Number two. General. Number Round two was going to be flags. Yeah. And round three was hip hop poetry, which is just hip hop lyrics. You have to name the song. Yeah. And as soon as he said flags, I said, okay, well, one of them's Nepal. And then we went to go do the, the flag round. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as he showed Nepal, I was like, well, I know which one that is. <laughs> We've got one point. Psychic. Absolutely psychic. You knew it. Absolutely. Before he even showed any of them. Yeah. So I knew it was going to be one. You called it. Psychic. Psychic. I wish I could use it for profit. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. Okay. What is it? So we've been watching Tiger King. Yeah. Tiger King, which everybody like in America is watching. Everyone else has, yeah. Um, because Got one Netflix, episode left. Netflix has been brainwashing everyone in America. Yeah. Uh, so we have one episode left. I've, I missed a cup, an episode or two. You missed two episodes, um, but you're all caught up. I didn't watch them though. Huh? I didn't watch those episodes. I don't oh, know. I mean, I mean, you're caught up like, like there's nothing that... Oh, okay. You haven't been informed about, yeah. Um, there was a great thing after episode maybe three or something. This guy, Jeff, comes into the picture. He's like a balding white guy who dresses like, um, what was the name of the guy with the TV show where he was like doing hot rods? Uh, Jesse James. He oh, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Jesse James, but he's 60 years old. Um, there's a great line in the show where one of the workers for the zoo is talking about Jeff. And she says... Jeff stole the zoo. And Adi. Yeah. If Jeff can steal the zoo, we can steal a house. No. I no. believe in us. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I'm not we need, stealing I, a We house. need to keep watching this show so that we can figure out how to steal a house. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. I don't know exactly what that entails. How you? How do you, How did he steal the zoo? Did they explain? He he put some money into different ways to like improve or promote the zoo and. They're claiming that that he didn't actually have that much money and that he just like made it seem like he was in a good position until he got the zoo in his name and just took it for himself. I don't know the okay. truth of that. Well, we gotta, we gotta that steal was the implication we and we have an house. episode left. I want to steal a house. No, we just stealing a no, house. No, we just have to like the only house we can afford is in uh, some not great area. Stealing a house. Fun. Fun to do bad things. No, in the middle of nowhere. That's okay. <laughs> All right, fine. We don't have to steal a house. I have some stories about work. <laughs> all night, all night party. 
I don't have any stories from work. You do? Work, oh, work right. has been closed for two weeks now. I've been out of work. I remember one time I was thinking about um, um, this one time when I was at work and I was trying, someone came in who needed to use the handy lift. The, yeah. Um, you guys have a staircase that you need like a yeah, wheelchair accessible to get up, lift. Yeah. To get to the next level. And um, someone was in a wheelchair and they needed the lift. I didn't remember. I had, I had it was my first time actually having to use it for a customer, and I hadn't thought about it in months. They only trained me on it once. Didn't know what I was doing. Asked another manager, well, manager, so to speak, um, if he knew how to use it. He said he did. He clearly did not. <laughs> I was embarrassed because I had told these people that, uh, that I had indicated to them that I was consulting someone that I was pretty sure I had been trained on it multiple times. He seemed to know. And then I was embarrassed as I had to watch him um, <laughs> fiddle with, like, there are only four buttons. They're very obvious once you just chill out and realize, you know, it's up, down, on, off, pretty much. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, that wasn't the point. The point was I was at the top of the stairs trying to get this thing to work. And I was getting frustrated. I didn't want to look bad in front of in front of these people who just went to the bar to have a good time. Um, we're supposed to be accessible. And then this guy comes over, he has a beer in his hand, and he starts hitting on me. He thought that was a good time. He's like, oh, you know, what's going on here? Like, you know, can I go on a lift and take me on a lift? And I was like, are you, are you like, for real? For real? Like, I can't, I, was, I like, I didn't actually say that to him because I was so startled that that, that was the interaction I was having. <laughs> because I thought I was clearly working yeah. and trying to operate machinery yeah. so but yeah and anyway that's my story from work guy yeah that, that's pretty flirting good with, tending to flirt with me and uh, as i tried to operate the handy lift that's much better um, than my story of work recently i've been going to work and i just stand outside and oh bang on the gates a little bit and it was open <laughs> i'm sorry except i don't i'm, I, yeah, I'm actually you totally enjoying not being at you work you totally don't <laughs> I was walking around today. Um, two things. Wait. Oh, no, I have a follow-up. One is a follow-up, so I'm saving okay. it for later. But I was over by the digester eggs today, and I was remembering our trip to the digester eggs and how much fun that was. Oh, yeah. And so what 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 happened for Valentine's Day? Every every Valentine's Day, um, the, the, the city does... Um, Valentine's Day tour of the digester eggs. And what are the digester eggs? Can you explain? They so the digester eggs are poop. They all process of the, our poop. All of the sewage in our yeah. area of New York goes to these giant egg-shaped chrome buildings that are called the digester eggs. There's four of them, I think, or is there eight? I think there's eight. There's there's four or eight. I can't remember. Something. But they come in they come in groups of four. Yeah. And um. So what happens is all of the poop basically gets like put into the eggs with a bunch of bacteria and the bacteria eat all the poop and they are egg shaped because all of the methane and whatever gases go to the top and get vented off. But at the top, there's actually a catwalk that you can walk around the top of all four of the eggs. There, I think there's eight. I think there's eight because I remember looking across. I don't know. Um, and then after all of that's processed, it gets put out into a big pool where it kind of airs out and dries up and I don't know what they do with it. it. I'm sure it's good for fertilizer after it's been processed by bacteria. 
Um, so they're called the digester eggs. Yeah. And so we went on a Valentine's Day tour. Yeah, they're, actually it was, so they do one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and they were sold out. <laughs> and I was devastated. And then I signed up for the wait list for the morning one, even though we both worked the night before. Yeah, it was miserable. <laughs> but I was like, oh, if there's a waiting list, we're more likely to get on when people don't wake up early. And yeah, so we went. It was and great. And we got on it. And we got pins. Where's my pin? Oh, I have it in, in a box. I have it in a box. Like, what does it's it say? A little, it's it's a sewer. It it's like a sewer cap. Yeah. yeah. Which is really neat. Yeah. I don't know if it just says NYC on it, maybe. Um, but see, yeah, we got to walk around, see the view from the digester eggs. Yeah, it was, it was really get, nice. We got to look down into the digester egg. Yeah. I didn't smell anything. I was trying to. No. Why were you trying to? <laughs> it was great. Yeah, we got some pictures and they're very nice. It gave a presentation about how they work and how they're uh, better than other digester eggs out there. And it, it was neat. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have the best only the best digester eggs for New York City. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. That's it a good fun. memory. It was a good one. I wanted to remember it. Memories. <laughs> uh and actually that's not the last time Cats is gonna come up. But uh everybody's stupid but me. I'm stupid now too, because I hit the button and nothing happened. Everybody's stupid but me. <laughs> <laughs> This one's actually a news story. Oh, okay. But if you want to feel less stupid than somebody, just listen to this news story. All right. So in California, there is a community that is being developed to wait out the quarantine. This community is called Harbor. And so what it is, is it's meant for up to 33 people who want to live communally during this pandemic. Uh, they are tested. I looked it up. They are tested prior to entry. Okay. And it's somewhere secluded and they're not telling people where it is because it technically goes against whatever the local regulations are. And so it's going to be 33 people. They're tested prior to entry. Um, they're going to be doing breathing exercises, open mics, fireside chat. Uh, and it costs several thousand dollars a month just to go to this oh, retreat. Wow. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, media asked the person that was running it how they know that nobody will bring the illness by, I mean, there are asymptomatic carriers and there are people, yeah. it, it takes several days for it to, the illness to actually show up. And he said, so how do you know that you're not going to be allowing anybody who has the illness to come into your secret private club? Yeah. And he said um, that Harbor isn't for people who are prone to fear and negativity. We want to create an environment of joy and serenity and meditation Getting together, doing breath work, good vibrations, and good energy. Wow. So that's how they know, I guess, that nobody's going to be I sick. I guess. So, I don't know how scientific that is. So I just, my question is, who thought having one giant party for, that's for the wealthy during a pandemic was a good idea and didn't go to a middle school where you had to read Mask of the Red Death, where that is the plot of Mask of the Red Death. So, anyway, these people sound like idiots, and they well, sound... If, if you haven't read it, it doesn't end well. For it them. does not, and it's... Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Don't try and hole up in your castle where each room is a different color to avoid the plague. <laughs> Don't. Don't do it. Adi, I've been cooking yeah. nonstop for like three weeks straight. No, wait, two weeks straight. <laughs> 
Adi. What's up? We just fell through a time portal. It's been oh. half an hour since <laughs> I played the song for this intro to this clip. Oh. Do you, do you need to play it again? No. Uh, I'm only saying that because I have exciting news. I okay. was reading a follow-up while we were on oh. our half-hour break. Oh, okay. They're saying, don't worry. Okay. Yellowstone is not going to blow up. They would say that. That's exactly what they would say. Remember Trump was like, oh, this isn't going to be a big deal, everybody. This is like the regular flu. Yellowstone is totally going to blow up. It's going to explode. It's going to be like apocalyptic. Nope. What did they say? That's what they were saying. They were saying this is not a cause for concern. This is a regular activity. 6.5. That's a huge earthquake. It's going to blow up. Wow. I hope everything works out. Well, I have latent psychic abilities. Oh, but maybe not about this one. I don't know. Um... Thanks for the follow-up. So this is supposed to be the uh, the recipe segment. So uh, let's see, what did I make? I made some uh, arroz con pollo, which I've never tried before because it is not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I am terrible at making rice, which we're going to get to later. Uh, it actually came out all right. Um, so arroz con pollo, for people who don't know, is chick- it's rice with like a lot of vegetables cooked down into a sauce and then chicken that you like pre-brown and then you put it inside and cook it with the rice and the chicken gives it flavor and the chicken gets flavor and it's it was good it came out good yeah so the thing that you have to make is a sofrito which is not part of mexican cooking at all we would just call it a salsa but it's like a specific thing that is puerto rican which is onions and garlic and bell pepper and Sasson packets. <laughs> and I feel like we need my dad to call in. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> if you if you are Adi's dad, please call in. We have a phone number. I, I know someone who lives with him who can get to there. Yes, we do know somebody that lives with him. And they should get your father to call in and so he can um talk about sofrito. Sofrito. Um so I made a sofrito. And then I uh, made the rice, and I had pre-browned the chicken, so I put the chicken in there, and it came out okay. It, I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it. As long as you enjoyed it. I did, yeah. I was really excited about it. Um, what else have I been cooking? I've been cooking a lot. Um, I made uh, that. I had made some Egyptian beef the other day, which sounds weird, but so what it was was it was the filling for a filo dough pie that is typical in Egypt, I guess which is like a tomato-y, beefy, but then it's got cinnamon and it's got a bunch of other weird spices that don't go in other styles of cooking. And I ran out of filo dough. We talked about this on a daily double dungeon. Ran out of filo dough. I made empanadas out of it. I still had some left and I couldn't figure out what to do with it. I made it into a weirdly spiced, but it came out good, bolognese sauce. Yeah. Italian bolognese, which is beef um, slowly cooked very long with carrots and celery and garlic and all these other spices and then uh milk it's got milk in it in a classic bolognese and so i, I turned it into a bolognese and it was good it, it tasted very good it had cinnamon though which means that it was actually probably closer to a skyline chili than bolognese <laughs> but it was good it, was, it came out very yeah, good Yeah, i um, really like that it was a good use of we still have a little bit i'll make some for lunch tomorrow oh yes um yeah it, it was a very interesting flavor profile but it also went well with the way that I cooked it. So um, cooking, we've been doing a lot of cooking and it was, it's been good. Um, I don't know why, but I have the grocery store update for today in this segment. Oh, because it's 
We don't you, we don't do grocery store updates no. on this, so we're gonna skip it. We're no. gonna skip the yeah. That no doesn't grocery, belong here. No grocery store update. I don't know why that's on <laughs> maybe tomorrow. Um, we've been looking at a lot of garbage. People have been putting out a lot of garbage recently. Yeah. There was a an orange filing cabinet oh, yeah. that was actually pretty well. I saw other people looking at it too today. Um, that was pretty nice, but we don't need another filing cabinet. We have a it lovely, was nice. a lovely filing cabinet from Capsule. Who's what company? Poppin. Poppin. Um, so we don't need another filing cabinet. However, I did find those heavy brick-like light fixtures that I was talking about the other day. They're like shaped like a brick and they're cast iron and they have rotating dimmer switches on them and they're new. They're not vintage. They're new, but they're actually very heavy duty and it's just two exposed bulbs and a brick. And um, I finally bought light bulbs for yours and we got that all set up and it's lighting up your little corner. But today I went to the hardware store and I bought two tiny, the smallest little round bulbs and they're colored orange and I put those in there, and now I have a light, and it, I like it a lot. I think it looks great. It looks really cute. It's perfect, too, because at night when you're sleeping and I'm still awake, I can leave it on and have a very dim light. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm very excited about this find. These bricks are great, except that, I'm not kidding, they weigh like 10 pounds each. That's crazy. They're very heavy. Uh, it's cast iron. It's just like a big cast iron unit that all this stuff goes into. So that's it. This is like your this segment. Song. What, what am I supposed to... I, don't, I couldn't I, upload the rundown. Oh, well, I have a segment for you. Um, okay. I just want an update on how is your first ever experience working from home going? Um, Meaning working from home every single day instead oh, of... Oh, okay. Because you've, you've worked from home in the past, but... Yeah. No, this is like every single day, all day. Um, and this is this is new. This is in 30 years when, you know, people listen to this, they're going to be like, what? That was new back then? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really like the corner you set up for me. It's a little desk and my computer. Mm-hmm. And the hot dog. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, feel, I feel like a lot of people I don't like being stuck in the house that much. Um, yeah. But I really hate commuting to the office, so I'm really happy to be working from home. Um, I'd rather have the option of going to a coffee shop. Yeah. You know, back and Spend forth. Spend money on coffee. Um, we'll just have a different setting. Um, so that's the only thing. But I actually really love uh, not commuting to the office. That commute, um, going there and coming back was pretty awful. Plus, you, so crowded. You're off, instead of going to your office there where they have K-cup coffee and no lunch provided. Yeah. You're working from home where you have Ustella. a wonderful coffee every morning and you have lunch prepared and brought to you at your desk yeah it's pretty sweet yeah it is pretty <laughs> Thank sweet you, you're like the yeah you're the best you're the best partner ever <laughs> it's great yeah i am spending less money too on food because it, it i mean i know we're spending probably more on groceries but it works out I, so better I was, th- I was thinking about it and i think we are spending slightly more on groceries because i'm cooking from home but I think we're actually still saving money because like when I go to work, I think I spent like, you know, 10 to $12 on yeah. whatever. 
I spend more, obviously, if yeah. I'm out. Yeah. So I, I think even if we're spending $20 a day, I think we're actually saving money yeah. overall. And I think we're, like, you might have, you may have been cooking before almost as much. Yeah. But we weren't able to keep up, and, and I wasn't eating enough leftovers, so it would go to waste. And yeah. now... We're eating everything. Well, the trick is that I'm I'm just converting yeah. leftovers into mac and cheese. Whatever we have left over, I'm just <laughs> adding pasta and macaroni, and then you want to eat it. Oh. I mean, pasta and cheese, and then you want to okay. eat it. So mm. we did. Really, we yeah. ate a lot of cheese last week, just so you know. I believe like, it. A lot yeah. of that cheese, because I was. I, we got. That's the one thing that my work was able to give me as a, you know, your laid off gift was. Yeah a lot of cheese out of their cooler. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I figured well. we might as well eat it. Um, but yeah, we ate a lot of cheese last week. So not not, <laughs> not pilfered from Whole Foods amount of cheese, but no. a lot of cheese. A lot, yeah. <laughs> Audie? Yeah? I've got a recommendation. My recommendation is get a Wii U. We have a <laughs> Wii U. I got it for my birthday. I bought myself a Wii U for my birthday. We've been using it a lot. I'm surprised. Yeah. I've been using it. You've been using it. Uh-huh. Because it has Netflix and we don't have tablets or anything. I mean, you could watch on your phone, but the screen on the Wii U is bigger and it's louder. I, I've enjoyed yeah. having it. It's also... It's been great. It's a, it's a separate device. So it's unlike your phone. It's not dead from you walking around with it all day or yeah. whatever. But it's um, not as expensive because it's, the Switch is newer, right? Oh, yeah. The Switch is way new. And the Switch is probably nicer, but I don't have a Switch. So um, we've just <laughs> been watching been We've it. been watching uh, Joe Tiger. What's his name? Tiger King? Tiger Guy. Joe Exotic. Yeah. We've yeah. been watching that on the Wii U, and it's been great. Um, I've also been playing. I, I'm catching up on um, games that I have not beaten. Um, so I'm playing uh, Mario Kart for the Wii. I, I don't know which number it is, but it's it's very fun. I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, but it's been it's been good, and it plays both Wii and Wii U discs. So, I mean, well, it, among my whole collection, I can play everything I have. But yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 actually I'm very pleased with it's that a good purchase. purchase. Yeah, it's been a good it's been a good unit. I'm it's actually their worst selling console in the past, like since the Virtual Boy, I think. I want to say, which did not sell well at all. Huh. So like 25 years at least. Wow. We're selling console. But you can pick one up for like 100 bucks and it comes with games. So I, I thought, it, I think it's very fun. So, Adi, yeah. let's start on our uh, last block. This segment is for thoughts that don't fit anywhere else. And I have two oh, thoughts yeah. Two thoughts that don't fit anywhere else. Uh, first of all is that um, I wanted to bring up that a childhood illustrator that I appreciated a lot died yesterday, not related to COVID, uh, which anytime somebody dies now, it's like immediately that's your first thought. Especially someone older. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Tommy DePaula, who was an illustrator, he illustrated the book that I, uh, he illustrated his most famous one is Streganona. And Stone Soup. I don't know if you know Stone Soup. Mm -hmm. But he illustrated the book that we had. We didn't have those. We got those from the library when we were little. The book that we did have was one called The Clown of God. And it's about um, this guy that was a juggler as a kid and a young man. And then um, 
he used to juggle for everybody's entertainment. And then one day he goes, he's poor, he's broke and he's an old man and he goes to the church and it's, he's trying to give something to the church, but he doesn't have anything. So he realizes he can give his juggling act. And so he does his juggling act one last time and he actually dies like during it. It's very depressing, but it's a very depressing story. Um, but yeah, so he's an excellent illustrator. His stories were always very, um, I liked them a lot, even though they were a little, like that one was a little creepy. And he's got another one that I can't remember which one it is, but it's a little creepy too. Um, but he was an excellent illustrator. He died, yeah. I guess, during surgery. But Or as a result of it. Or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But Tommy DePaola, he was a good illustrator. Um, another thought that doesn't fit anywhere else that I just had a yeah. realization today about is that the song uh, Tom's, Re- uh, Tom's Diner, which is the I was sitting that song is about the diner up on the upper west side no yeah upper west side yeah that Seinfeld was filmed like uses their facade I didn't know that was the name of the song yeah it's Tom's Tom's Diner it's named after Tom's Restaurant which is up there on 112th or whatever yeah Um, somewhere up there never thought about that until today when they were they named she was like I saw an interview with her the lady that sang it and she was saying oh you know suzanne vega i think that's her name uh she said oh it's we the song is tom's diner but it's actually called tom's restaurant and i was like wait a minute i know that place that's the seinfeld place so oh that's funny yeah, yeah i had no very idea that's, weird that i had never thought about it was that name yeah anyway i, I have a follow-up Remember, I'm trying to get a Cats the Movie taxi topper? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So today I took a long walk just to get out of the house and go get some groceries and whatever. And I went by the taxi yard that's about six blocks away from our house, if not a little more. And I was looking at all their taxi toppers and I was like, oh, these are all too new. They don't have any cats. And then I saw they had one taxi that had taxi topper for whatever the last return of the or not return of the jedi star wars movie when did that come out like december uh honestly, came out a while I'm ago right sure. it came out a long time yeah, ago the I last guess. the last star wars movie and so i was like well maybe there's a chance and so i was like walking around looking at the, all the taxi toppers and the, there was a guy who was inside of the building and he was like looking out and i could tell yeah. he was like watching me What's trying to figure out what i was doing guy? yeah so i walked around and i walked up to the window and i said hey i'm I know this is a long shot. You actually but, did this? Yeah, I walked oh. up to the window. And I said, hey, I know this is a long shot, but what I'm looking for is the cat's taxi topper. And I said, you know, I'm, I, if you guys have one, I'm happy to pay to get one. Not, not much, but I'm happy to pay yeah. to get one. And the guy was like, well, you see, mm, it's not mine to sell. They're, I don't, I don't know, they're owned by the company, I guess. And so I was like, all right, well, f- fine i whatever yeah so i walked away but he said it's he doesn't have one to sell which means i'm gonna just keep looking out and i'm gonna i'm gonna steal one at some point i'm gonna right, find I wonder, one I, and i'm gonna well, steal what's it. the company though i don't know because he someone someone's got to be willing to sell that somebody i mean they're done with them it's, yeah it's it's like three like, four months the, later who's I don't the right know. person we gotta figure to it ask out. we're gonna figure it out or else i'm gonna steal one fun fun to do bad things or we, we can just find the right person who i don't know gladly take our little offer of money $15 (laughs) 
I have a question. Okay, what is it? What the hell's wrong with my rice? Every time I make rice, it comes oh. out wrong. <laughs> I have never been able to make rice correctly. This is the question. You would feel better if uh, next time I try making the rice. Well, let's do that. Maybe, but the point is, every single time I make the rice, I follow the directions. I've tried. I've tried washing the rice, which some people say is important to not get gummy rice. I've tried um, pre-par cooking the rice like in oil, which yeah. I like. Uh, that's actually how I usually do it. I've tried um, salting the water. I've tried not salting the water. I've tried um, adding more water. I've tried adding less water. I've tried cooking longer. I've tried cooking shorter. Nothing works. It comes out gummy every single time. I don't know if it's just the humidity or and being at sea level down here that I don't know how to cook rice at all. Comes out terrible every single time, and I'm sick of it. If you know mm. anything, if you know anything about rice, please, I am begging you. Yeah. Give us a call. You know, I have to say my sister makes some good white rice. Yeah, well, call in. If you're, how do you make white rice? I don't, I don't understand it. None of the rice that I cook comes out correctly. That's all I'm saying. So disappointing. Very disappointed with myself. This should be the the I'm stupid too, but oh yeah. no! But I have a different seg. A what? Different <laughs> Another cooking related topic. I keep buying. Every time I go to buy the ingredients for a recipe, I buy the parsley or the celery, and then I cook the meal, and then we <laughs> eat the meal, and then, and then at the end of the you. night, you're like, what is this parsley or celery over here in no, the bag I'm, for? I'm always like, do you want this in the fridge or do you want this out? And I'm like, God, <laughs> that was supposed to be in the food. It's, How do it's, I... And it's happened so often that I ask, still ask the same exact question, but I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I always forget to put the parsley or celery in everything. So ugh, it drives me nuts because I really like the, the flavors too. I just, yeah. every single time I forget it. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta do what? I gotta believe. Nutty? Yeah. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to um, uh, it being warmer. Yes. It's because it's been nice. so cold in the apartment. That's true. We walked through the park today and it was so cool. it was fairly warm. I was wearing gloves yesterday in the house. Oh, yeah. I, I'm looking I, forward to any warm, remember, no, slightly it was, warmer It weather. was cold in the apartment, so I made some cornbread. I turned the oven on and I made you oh, some cornbread. so good. And it was just like your little jiffy box, but then I no, added, no, I added no, you, corn you, and cheese. You and, bought some other brand. Didn't you? You're right. I bought the store brand. Yeah, and I knew out. it was based. This I is, know. I was raised on Jiffy. This was, I know what Jiffy tastes like. This was like. part of our panic buy where I went and they were out of Jiffy. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess store brand's going to have to do. So yeah. oh, that's it's back when the good. store was completely, completely empty. Whatever well, that store brand is, I added we're getting it again. All of that cheese that we ate, I put about six <laughs> slices of that in there. And then I put in some corn kernels and then black pepper. So it's good. I'm sorry that we didn't put this in the recipe. Yeah. Um, Off track. I'm looking, <laughs> what are you forward, looking forward to... to? Um, at some point, getting out of the house, which is fantastic. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this being over. I'm looking forward to going places, but not seeing people. <laughs> like I said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't realize. 
it's not even, like I said, it's not even that I want to see people necessarily. I just want to be in a different environment yeah, for a while. Yeah, you should be able to do that. Yeah, this is crazy. <sighs> All right. All right. That's it. Let's get out of here. As much as I like Keyboard Cat, I really like this end theme too. <laughs> All right, Adi. So, uh... We're going to record a daily double tomorrow, I guess. Probably. Probably. I enjoyed doing the regular episode. but Me too. It did take a lot of work today to get this all together because I've been using all my good topics for the other show. <laughs> but anyway. All right, everybody. Call your See mothers. You. Don't leave your house. Or do. I'm not the cops. <laughs>